and Belvedere's. I'm Adam. I'm Paul. And I'm Jerry. And today we got another great pour, another great cigar, and some more great beard products to talk about. Um, before we do, as always, we're going to start with our palate warmers. Um, so I'm just going to start at the top and go to the bottom. We got Jerry at the top. What are you warming up with? Uh, trying to kill off a bottle of uh, Makers 101. I don't have many pours left of this bottle. I'm trying to kill off some bottles, so I make room for uh, next year's purchases. <laughs> Fair enough. Paul, what do you got? I went with the second pour out of this bottle I picked up yesterday, uh, 2XO by Dixon Deadman. It's the Oak Series, the first one in the Oak Series. It's the American Oak Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey coming in at 46%. Um, I like it. Um, it drinks, it's not... It's not a special pour. This is just their everyday drinker pour. Um, coming in about 50 bucks. It's definitely worth the bottle. It's a nice looking bottle. It's good bourbon. Okay. I personally went with uh, <clears throat> a bottle that we've talked about between us a number of times. You can get this bad boy for about $27 around here. I don't know what it is around other places. This is Old Granddad Bottled and Bond, or, well, Old Granddad Bonded is how they print it on the label. So, you're looking at four years old, 100 proof. It's Jim Beam's High Rye Mash Bill. Paul and I were talking about this during a Facebook Live the other night, and uh, I saw it and hadn't had it in a while, so figured I'd grab it and give it a go. It's always been a... a, a a favorite of mine, a staple in my house, something I always have around. It's good shit. Yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite all-time pours. For the price, can't beat it. Especially for a liter. Yeah. $27 for a liter. And I'm looking at the, the notes here that Total Wine has, which is not something that I've ever noticed that they do. Oh, and that's why. If you look at their website, with you know full view, it just has the bottles with the prices. But if you do it, because I've got you guys half and half here on my laptop screen, so um, aromas of vanilla, citrus fruit, and spice lead into flavors of pepper, corn, and smoky oak. Mildly sweet with a medium soft finish that leaves a sense of spice and sweetness in your mouth. And I have to agree with that assessment. That's that's. Pretty fucking spot on. Um, might pick up some other things too, but uh, that's that's a pretty good flavor profile that they've typed out there. Excuse me. <clears throat> so how about these football games today, guys? They just uh, they just switched it over on red zone for me to the Rams and and the Browns. And it doesn't look like the Browns' defense is holding up too well right now. Oh, Joe Flacco will carry him home. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> that was one of the most bizarre hires I've seen from the NFL all season long. Like this, I mean, just uh, how old is Joe Flacco now? Shit, he's in his 30s at least. Um, he's got to be one of the older quarterbacks hanging around in the in, in the NFL at this point. Oh, yeah. uh, he, he wasn't like, I mean, I'm not in the NFL circles or whatever, but, uh, you know, I, I follow the news and stuff, and I'd never hear of him this season being on anybody's radar to pick up as like a reserve quarterback or backup. There's a lot of names that get tossed around. But he just kind of came out of the blue when they yeah. called him and got yeah. now he's starting. He's 38 years old. <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah. he's 38 years old. Like he's two years younger than me. Uh starting for the Browns. And I I shit, I thought he retired. I thought he was just sitting at home enjoying all his money. But I guess not. Yeah, no, I mean, I saw he threw a nice touchdown pass right in the beginning of the game to Jerome Ford. It's like, wow, all right, well, maybe they got something here. <laughs> I think that's their, what, fourth quarterback of the year? It's at least their second. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't um, I haven't they, kept track. 
started with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson was first. Wow. And then, um, you know, we love eating Little Caesars and watching the Vikings play. And then Dorian Thompson Robinson, then PJ Walker, now Joe Flacco, I believe. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I guess there's something to be said for persistence, you know. Uh, you got to do what you got to do, I suppose. Or Brandon Ayuk with a, uh, a pretty sweet catch in the end zone there. Shit. I tell you what, Brock Purdy is anything, anything other than Mr. Irrelevant at this point. Um, I mean, I know why they called him that, of course. You know, he's the last pick of the draft, and I think there's probably a lot of teams out there that are lamenting that fact at this point because – they could have got him for a lot less money than they're paying for some of these other quarterbacks that got drafted before him and done a hell of a lot better. That's just my assessment of the situation. 49ers are fine with it. No, I mean, they got a hell of a lot better O-line, but he's definitely outplaying as the last pick in the draft. He's outplaying the first pick in the draft right now. I mean, (laughs) their team in line is better, but – as a Panthers fan, I uh, have some Brock Purdy envy right now. Yeah, I bet. I bet you do. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got some uh, 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 oh, fuck. What's his name? That who who did they send to to the Rams? Caffrey. No, yeah. not to the Rams. To the Niners. Okay. No, no, the quarterback. Panthers dropped a quarterback. And he got picked up for the last half of last season by the by the by the Rams while Matthew Stafford was injured. Oh, and now he's in Tampa now, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> probably got some Baker Mayfield in V as well. Yeah, You're probably missing Baker Mayfield in, in Carolina right now, is all I'm saying. Yeah. We're uh we're playing him right now, actually. So <laughs> Oh, is that right? How's yeah. that going? Uh it was seven to three last I checked. It's at a commercial now. I'm just kind of watching it in the background. We were losing, but we just got an interception, so All right, fellas, we all ready to get into the whiskey of the week? Yep, absolutely. All right. I've never had this before, any of them. I've always been intrigued by it. I like the label, you know, the the graphic of the old man, whatever. Um, I am very interested in this, six years old, 110 proof. Um, talking about Clyde Mays, I think it was Jerry that sent this to us, yeah? Yep. Jerry, why don't you uh, tell us about it? So this is the Clyde Mays, their special reserve. Like Adam said, six years, 110 proof. Uh, Mash bill's undisclosed, but on the side it says distilled in Indiana. Um, so it's an MGP product. From what I've seen, it's not official, but from what I've seen, it's uh, 55% corn, 30% rye, and 15% malted barley. Um and I think it's coming in about 55, 60 bucks for the bottle. Um, the label is um, a little bit much for me. It has a bunch of, if you ever seen the label, there's just a bunch of random stuff written all around it. Um, but yeah, so it's from Kaneka Farms or Connecticut brands is what they're calling from Connecticut Ridge. Um, it's not actually distilled in Alabama, even though they call it an Alabama whiskey, I believe, or style, I think is what it's actually called. Alabama style whiskey. Um, so yeah, six years old, 110 proof. And he's always reminded the label, the, the old man on there. It, the first time I ever saw it, I thought it was Andy Griffith. And so well, that's that, on their their uh, Alabama style whiskey. This this one's just oh, a bunch of okay, okay. It, it, it's too much. Yeah, that's a Way lot of shit much. on there. It's still, I mean, it's still kind of you know that red and gold. I can get behind yeah. that, but there's a whole lot of shit on there. You're right. Um, but well, I guess it's definitely MGP. Connect, yeah, I guess the whole Connecticut Ridge thing came from when they first started bottling. Um, uh, the Mays family didn't want it to be 
like they were competing with Jack Daniels and Jim Beam. So they didn't want just Clyde Mays. So they called it Clyde Mays Connecticut Ridge whiskey or something like that. Hence the reason why Connecticut Ridge is on there. And I guess that's the area of Alabama they're from. And over the years, they've dropped that and it's just became Clyde Mays. So yeah, they got a whole backstory online about Mr. Yeah. Clyde Mays. Uh, it's one of those like, uh, somewhat unbelievable <laughs> trying to sell bottles story about him being a the most renowned moonshiner in the country and got arrested and all this and it's like it's a, li- a little much maybe true but it's a little much uh, but what caught me by surprise is it's it's a six-year-old but they've been around since like the early 2000s are they not distilling at all i always thought they were a distillery so they're just oh. a bottler i didn't know that i just the... assumed they were just you know distilling their own spirits the um their standard stuff which i think is just called clyde's made out clyde's maze alabama whiskey i think it is it's the one that has the guy on it um that one i'm not sure if they're distilling or not but i know they throw like apples or whatever it is in the barrel while it ages um but this one their single barrels and their rise i believe are all sourced from MGP or contract distilled, it seems like with this mash bill that I found. Um, yeah, they've been around for a while. It surprised me that they're not distilling yet, or at least putting their stuff out yet. Yeah, because I remember getting um, like a, a three pack at some point. Um, they had like 300 mil bottles and a gift pack. I, I really feel like I just saw it recently again, too. So I think it's still, still out there where you can try their Alabama style whiskey, their straight bourbon whiskey, and their straight rye. I remember really liking the rye, but I mean, it's honestly, it's an MGP rye, so that's probably why I really liked it. Well, this right here is, <clears throat> I mean, the nose is very, very pleasant, and it's definitely MGP, um, but the palate is, it was like chocolate coffee. That's mm-hmm. what I got right out of the bat. Um, And I got to say, I enjoy it. Now, it might be because of the cigar that we're smoking, but this is a very mild cigar. Yeah, I get um, I get that, too, that chocolate coffee. Yeah. It's sweet, but it, yeah. it, for me, it, I don't know if because that 2XL I started with was so smooth, but it drinks a little hot for the proof. Um, but I get clove, and I can't get that out of my head. Yeah. Yeah. On the nose, I'm getting like a like earthly earthy um like florals and then some like citrus like orange and which is weird lime um getting like that like a lime almost tartness in it um but yeah that clove on the palate is coming through i don't get the clove so much but i definitely get the orange maybe what is it uh there's there's some kind of drink uh that usually has clove and orange both involved at the same time um and it's usually made around christmas thanksgiving that kind of thing i can't think what what it's actually called but um maybe that but i, I definitely get the orange uh, the clove is it might be there but it's extremely subdued for me maybe my palate's not as refined as your guys how much was this bottle i think i grabbed it for about 50 um they had a they did a um a uh, an event here where we tried this one the black label which is the single barrel uh the rye the and then their standard um uh Alabama whiskey and they partnered up with a liquor store and if you bought two bottles they give you $10 off so i signed up for this bottle and the single barrel that they were going to come out with this bottle came back they got it and uh I called them up. I was like, can I pick it up or do I have to wait for the other one to show up? And they're like, no, you come pick it up. We'll mark you off. Give you five bucks off it. So I think it was like 55. Got it for five. Uh, the single barrel never showed up. So I never grabbed that one. Uh, but I got this one. I think it was like 50 bucks or 48 99 or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm looking right now. My AB- about 50 around. I think my, yeah, I think my ABC has it for one pair of one 51 99. Yeah, no, it's definitely worth it. It's a, for 50 bucks is a good a good bottle. Yeah, it's sweet on the nose. It's actually a real sweet on the nose compared yeah. to what I would have thought it would have been. And then 
just sweet and spice on the palate. It's complex enough that number one, I can I can um, definitely see that it's from MGP, but number two, I could see paying fifty bucks for it, but it's not uh, it's not so complex that I feel like there's too much going on because that is maybe I'm the only one that feels that way, but that is the thing that I have found with some whiskeys where there's just too much happening. It's it's almost overwhelming, like. Just to pick out one note specifically, sweet is, is a thing for me that it, if it's too damn sweet, I, I don't want to drink it. I want the spices and all that stuff to shine through too. So I think this is this is a good pour. This is um, especially for 50 bucks. This is definitely something I could see picking up. Unfortunately, it's not available or at least it's not showing up on Total Wine's website uh, when I'm looking at that. So not that that's the end all be all, but it's I, the other liquor stores around here don't really have a website that I can peruse and see their inventory. Um, still, this is this is good. Of course, it's MGP, so that's that's kind of like calling the sky blue. <laughs> yeah, and and if you're into looking at the the medals that you get at some of these competitions. Uh, back in 21, they won double gold in the San Fran World Spirits Competition. And if I remember correctly, they were like top five bourbon in their category or top three bourbon in their category uh, for the day or for the weekend, whatever it is. So it was rated high back in 21. Some people care about it. Some people don't. I really don't give a shit if it has medals or not, as long as it tastes good. Yep. And this one does. I kind of see the the medals as like participation trophies. It seems like everybody that goes to these fucking competitions gets a medal. You know what I mean? Like now that they, they, it, it's like they've gone up to platinum and then they started doing double platinum and all this, like like they're just getting you know more broad so that everybody can get a fucking medal. Well, what's the fucking point? So I don't I don't pay any attention to that shit. Um, I I start paying attention to it right around the time that. <clears throat> that um, uh, Henry McKenna was named, you know, won all those medals and named the the best whiskey of the year and all this shit. And, and that's about the time that I stopped giving a fuck. So I've not paid any attention to the medals, but um, if, if it were an actual thing that was worth listening to or paying attention to, I would say that this, this could be a medal contender for sure. I could see that be, being a thing. It's good. It's really good. Are these these special reserves? Are these single barrels, Jerry? Does it say that on the bottle? I thought I remember seeing that they were. I don't think they are. Um, nope. Okay. Um, the other ones I was looking at. No, that's part of the story. Um, a blend of aged barrels, mellowed, and non chill filtered. Gotcha. So. Um, they have a black label that ranges from, I think it's like five to seven years right now. That's their single barrel that stores will pick and whatnot. So those are single barrels. This one just says blend of barrels. Doesn't say how many or anything. I gotta say, I'm sorry, go ahead, Paul. I was just gonna say it's definitely a good one. I recommend it. For sure. And I gotta say, you know, just like always, um, it just happened to work out for us that this cigar is going really well with this, with this bourbon. Um, again, we're not, we're not experts on pairing these things up. We just happen to get lucky and maybe, maybe to our untrained palates, every cigar will go well with a bourbon. As long as we like the cigar and like the bourbon, I've had some cigars that I didn't like. I had, there was one on here, the, with the pipe tobacco in it and whatever that, just didn't work out for me it made me it, it, it actually i don't know it might have been I, there was something else going on i think but i was sick at the time and it just didn't work out real well however we have learned that juxtaposition of a higher proof bourbon with a milder cigar works out better or vice versa so that being the case <clears throat> um Today, we are smoking a Don Diego Pravada. 
that is made in the Dominican Republic. And uh, we tried to look up the company that made this earlier and had very, very little success. Um, we did find that it's made at the Tabacalera de Garcia factory. And that seems to be owned by, what was that, Paul? The uh, Altatus or Altatus? Altatus, maybe something company and they they own romeo e julieta um monte cristo some others as well clearly they know a thing or two about cigars um this some bit just rolled a little too tight for me but that's just me that also means that it burns slower which is a good thing but i'm having to pull on it harder than i would like um it's very light very mild Came in a really nice cedar wrapper with a, a, a gold ribbon at the bottom and a, a nice little nice little band at the top. Um I think Jerry had some some information pulled up on this cigar with the the ring gauge and the, the filler and all that. Yeah. Jerry, you want to fill us in? Yeah, so I grabbed this off of uh JR cigars uh I don't know, a month or so ago. Uh they had a little five pack deals going on all for under like 20 bucks. So I grabbed this along with uh, the witch doctor that we did a couple episodes ago and a few others. Um, so this one right now in JR is 33 99. I think I got it for 21 or 19 99 or something like that. Um, I can't remember. And I don't feel like going through my, uh, my past orders, but um, <laughs> it is. Yeah. There, there's quite a few on there. Uh, the wrapper is a Connecticut shade. It's Dominican Republic binder, Dominican Republic and Nicaraguan filler from the uh, Dominican Republic, like Adam said. And it's a mellow medium. I definitely agree with that. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely not terribly light, but it's definitely lighter than a few. And I'm not too big of a fan of, of mellow cigars. Usually they come off one note or whatever. This one's actually pretty solid for what it is. At first, I wasn't, at first, I don't know, inch or so, I was thinking that this was going to be a a terrible episode because I didn't like it, but once it started burning off and getting into it, it I, I like it quite a bit. Um, there's some like almond nuttiness in there, like a little sweet nuttiness. Um, even though it's, it's a bit drying, there's some kind of creaminess in there. Um, it goes well with this Clyde maze. Uh, it's pulling out some of the, to me, it's pulling out some of the, like the, the barrel char or the, the woodiness of the, the whiskey itself. Um, yeah, it's it's for especially for like was it thirty three ninety nine at uh, JRs right now for five of them, just over six bucks a cigar. That ain't bad. Yeah, no, I agree. It's funny that you said almond because that's what I wrote down when I first started. That's I said it's definitely a creamy like almond. Um, yeah, it's very light, very mellow for me, um, which I think works perfectly with this Clyde Maze. Just you know, like Adam said, just by dumb luck, it pairs well. Um, because the Clyde Maze is a little bit bolder, it's got some spice to it. It drinks a little bit hotter for me than that than the 110 proof that it comes in on. So I think if we had a full cigar, um, it probably wouldn't work as well as this does. It's very easy to smoke. Um, great. It's got a great look to it. Like you said, that the wrapper, the band, that cedar wrap is really cool. Um, it's burning nicely. Um, went out on me once, but that was my fault. Um, it's got a pretty solid draw for me it's a little tight but it's not bad um overall i mean yeah for five or six bucks you can't go wrong with this one and i would just recommend to pair it with something a little bit more bold for sure and i get the cedar i get a lot of the cedar notes from the wrapper itself um which i really appreciate <clears throat> which is strange because i generally don't like the, <laughs> the scent of of cedar um but I really do like it with the cigar. I do get the creaminess, um, which is odd because it is also kind of like a like a dry wine where it you know just sucks all the moisture out of my mouth because um, I'm I'm dry as a popcorn fart over here. Um, but um, it's it I get the woodsy notes. I, I do get some almond, like you guys said. Uh, that's one of the things that I was thinking as well while I was sitting here smoking it slight hints of vanilla and um 
you know, not, not really much else. It does burn real slow, like real fucking slow. I don't, I don't know where you guys are at, but I'm just now getting into the second third. Um, and I've had to pull on it pretty hard to get any kind of draw, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. That just means that it's going to burn slower. You're going to get your money's worth. It's going to last longer, but, um, you know, holy shit. It's, I mean, it, it, at times it can get kind of hard to pull, but it's, it's not, it's not terrible. I've had so much worse. Um, as far as a whole, this is something I would definitely recommend. It is going really well with this Clyde Mays, this, you know, what I would consider, what I would consider to be a mid range proof. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, it's working out really well. I think it's a, I think it's a good cigar. So I would definitely recommend it. And it's a beautiful presentation. This, this cedar wrapper with the, 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 the band itself and then the, the gold, um, what is that? Uh, the, the gold lace or that's no, not lace. It's, um, whatever the fuck it is that, that gold whatever. shit down at the bottom. Um, that's a gold a, foil. Yeah. It's something. Um, I think it's actually material versus well no it, it is foil you're right um yeah. yeah it's it's i mean it's nice it's a nice presentation it all slides off as one piece so you don't have to worry about you know destroying the cigar when you take the band off or destroying the cigar whenever you take the foil off from the foot or the the wrapper itself the cedar wrapper it, it's all just and it just slides right off um well constructed reasonably priced uh again you know, check out these online retailers, the um, JR Cigars and and others of that like. Um, there's some good deals on there. You know, I just found a, a deal the other day, a, a, a bundle of 30 cigars for, what, 50 bucks. And then I had loyalty points that I could cash in on. So I got 10 bucks off. Um, so, you know, there's, there's some good shit out there to... to to, you don't you don't have to spend expensively in order to smoke expensively. There's some good stuff out there, and this is one of them. That's a good price. That's a you know six bucks for this cigar. It's 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 a really good price. So thank you, Jerry. This is a a, a great pick. Yeah, um, that burn line is damn near straight as a whistle. Um, I've had to like Paul had touched it up once, but that was because I set it to the side after I lit it. And I was getting into the Clyde Maze, trying to get uh, some notes on that. Uh, um, but it, it's that one. There are some crazy, like, veins from the, the leaf, but they don't hinder the smoke or the the burn whatsoever, like I thought it might have. Um, coming towards the middle of the cigar, it is getting a little bit tighter of a draw. Um, but that could be because it's been raining down here in northeast Florida for a day and a half, two days. Uh, we had like tornadoes yesterday and it's probably about a million percent humidity outside right now. So that might have something to do with it, but otherwise it's, it's clean draw, decent smoke. Um, yeah, I'm glad I have at least one more of these. I think I smoked one of these on our, one of the lives we jumped on. Yeah, no, this was definitely a good one. Oh, and I looked on my JR uh account for a box of five at this this deal was twenty two ninety five for a five pack. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Under five bucks. So you can't beat that. Four sixty a cigar. Ain't yeah. bad. And uh, Yeah. Quite pleased with this one. Let's get to the beer product of the week, shall we? <clears throat> Let's do it. So this week we're talking about Scully's. Uh, Scully's beer products. Um, they've got a uh, <clears throat> a, uh, a a decent amount of uh, different uh, products on their website. Beer balms and solid colognes and oils and beard hair and body wash and conditioners lotions and all this good stuff it's a it's a wide variety of things on their website um you know um 
these oils <clears throat> that we got. I got the sample pack, so I got five in uh what are those? Uh, I don't know, 30 milliliter bottles. They're teeny tiny bottles. Um, enough for two applications. Four, four milliliter bottles. Okay. Um, they are... Um, the thing that I noticed about these oils, first off, and I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me or not, but the, the scents are, are very, very, very um, mild. Like I could, I could barely collect any kind of like, I, and that's, that's, that's fine. Um, myself personally, I like a scent, a scented oil or, or product that also acts as kind of a cologne in a way. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want it to be overpowering and overwhelming to those around me, but I like it when, you know, they get close enough to me, they can smell this. I can barely smell in my beard. And this is just a couple hours after application. Um, and that's it's 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 not stinging my nostrils, which I do appreciate. Um, the oil itself does exactly what I want it to do, and it's you know I've not been itchy, I've not been you know clogged up where my beard's painful or anything like that. Um, but it's it's a it's a very mild scent, so um, I think these guys are doing good stuff as far as these oils go, and I'm not I have no complaints. Just throwing that out there for anybody that might be looking for something a little bit stronger in, in the, in the scent area of a beard, beard product. Yeah. I, I got the sample, just a, a single sample of oil and balm. Um, I liked it. My, I only had one scent to go off of cause I just got the, just one little sample bottle, but I chose the buckshot, which was, um, sweet orange tea tree and peppermint and so mine actually has a pretty decent scent to it but it's because of that tea tree oil and that peppermint are kind of in the forefront i don't really get a whole lot of sweet orange off of it but tea tree and peppermint are pretty dominant scents and um so i liked it a lot um the oil itself is nice natural ingredients ingredients are coconut oil golden jojoba hemp seed oil tea tree essential oil and vitamin E um, for this one specifically. I don't know if they put tea tree oil in all of them. I think that was there mainly for the scent for this buckshot. Um, I, what I really like is the sample beer balms, which come in a chapstick container. Um, so it's kind of nice as like a little travel, you know, having your pocket if you're at work, whatever. Um, you just kind of I mean, it's, it's, it's literally a chapstick container. So you just roll it up, swipe a little bit off with your thumb and get it, you know, liquidy in your palm and rub it through your beard. And it's great. Um, I like the scent. I like the oil and the balm. Um, I went through it pretty quick. It's a little bit of a smaller sample bottle, um, but they got a lot of deals going on right now. They got holiday deals on their website. Um, they got multiple sample packs, um, if you want to try a different set, uh, scents, um, they got holiday bundles right now with a group of a couple different products and they're all 25% off. Um, so I think, uh, it's a good company. I like the products. I like the logos. They're all themed around like, um, skulls because obviously it's Scully's beard oil, but, um, pretty cool graphics on a lot of the limited edition ones and stuff like that. So I was, I was happy with the, uh, beard was soft the whole week that I was using it. The oil only lasted me the sample about three days, but um, I liked it. Yeah, I went with the beard care sample gift pack. Uh, there's five oils, five balms. And uh, one of the main reasons is because one of the combs I had broke. So they send a little comb that's fine tooth on one side and coarse on the other. Uh, the one I've had, I've had for years and a couple of teeth broke off last month. So I saw that and I figured, why not? <laughs> um, so I need a new one. But my five samples were timber, which is um pretty go. It says it's rustic woods, uh soft mellow side, touch of warm amber, um, and then Havana smoke, which there's a little thing at the bottom that says you can't purchase that oil with paypal because paypal will kick it back um because of the name supposedly and that's supposed to be fresh tobacco mixed with 
dark rum and mint. Um, got Isle de Merita, which is like coconut and pineapple. Uh, my favorite was the double tap, which is like a uh, a barbershop sort of deal. Um, it's it's like a a dark earthy barbershop versus some of the um, like clean scent style barbershops out there uh, with notes of bergamot, fresh basil, and they say earthy notes of oak moss and white patchouli, which I don't know what white patchouli versus other patchouli is, but I don't get that nasty normal stuff and then peacemaker which is like straight orange um that one is very bright very sticks around um smells like you're walking through like an orange orchard uh but to mimic what the guy said the scents don't stick around too long uh they're not overpowering um the balm like paul said is is pretty sweet in the chapstick container uh, it was a little weird getting used to at first because you're used to just kind of sticking your nail into a tube or, or a, a can or something. So get twist up, take a little bit, twist up some more. Um, the ingredients for these are a little bit different than Paul's. Uh, has the golden jojoba, sweet almond, apricot oil, grapeseed oil, argan oil, vitamin E, and then the fragrance. So it sounds like uh, Paul's just had the tea tree. And the peppermint or whatever the one that he had added onto there. Um, I liked them. Did what it needs to do um, for the oil, depending on which set you're going for, because they have like holiday sets right now. Um, they're standard lineup. And then they also have a set called um, Beards Never Die Collection. Uh, but they range from 15 to $16 per one ounce oil. The balm is 19 to 20 and the butter is 21 to $22 per can. Uh, free shipping in the U.S., which is always a good thing to, to see. And uh, right now, they are running a a couple deals. Uh, you can get uh, 15% off, and I think that's site-wide, no code. And then over 75 bucks or 100 bucks, you get 25% off using code HOLIDAY. Uh, don't know how long those are going to last. So if you want to check them out, definitely check out some of these uh, – sample um boxes that they got or sample packages they got check them out for that 15 or 20 percent off 25 percent off that they got going uh save you some cash yeah and they got also um if you spend 65 bucks you get a free solid cologne too i just saw on their website mm -hmm. so there's a bunch of holiday deals right now like jerry said so definitely check them out at scullysbeardoil.com uh it's a good brand totally agree good brand all natural stuff um you know if you're looking for something that hangs around a little longer it may not be for you or 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 maybe just use a little more maybe that's their maybe that's their angle you know uh goad people into into buying more because the, the sins don't hang around longer or don't hang around long enough for their liking so they have to use more i don't know um maybe they want those scents to be a little milder um which is fine the the scents are great but again like i said they're mild so it just depends on your personal preference however um definitely a, a company worth checking out so um scullysbeardoid.com good stuff let's move yeah, on i'm wondering to if that i'm wondering if that beards never die collection is um has a longer scent profile um because that's going to be their more or less what they uh i don't know if they call it that uh but it, it's more of like a, a premium lineup if you would say for them that's uh, what instead I got. of like that's what you got that's what i got i got the beards never die collection the beard oil sample six pack beards never die collection um i'm i'm looking at it i'm looking at my order on their website i logged in to make sure that that's what I got, but that is what I got. Um, so some of the, so some of the, thing. like I couldn't even, I couldn't even get the scent in the bottle. Like I, like I, some of them, like I know they're scented because I'm not one that to use a beard oil, an unscented beard oil. I just, I never have. Um, so I, but I can't, whenever I open the stopper and, and, and I can't smell anything at all. Um, 
but but what I've used, I I have light. It's just very very faint, very light. Yeah, I think it probably goes just by by the scent on how they make them. Because like I said, I only had the one scent, but it was it was there. It was strong and it, it stuck around. But it was tea tree oil, oil and peppermint, which are you know tea tree oil is a pretty strong scent and, and on itself. So a lot of people like lighter scents anyway they don't want to be overpowered if you want to wear colognes yeah. or anything else so all in all though it's a good product um good ingredients um free shipping so check them out yeah, and it's nice they're they're more towards the lower end for the pricing um lower to mid i would say um i know a few of the ones that we've done fairly recently have been 20 plus um but so it's definitely more of a budget-friendly, good beard oil. And something that I noticed earlier, if you find a one of those Beard Never Dies collections that you like, they sell them in four-ounce beard oil bottles. Never seen that before. Seen two, never seen four. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a totally different game right there. Um, usually it's one. Um, yeah. One every once in a while you can find two. Um, I think Nicholas that one we had. What I got is a two two ounce bottles. What I've got from Nicholas. Yeah, I think we, we and, dirty uh, Irish. I think uh, dirty Irish. That was the one I was yeah. trying to think of. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen over two either. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, four ounces. That is. That's awesome. Find a scent you like, and yeah, you're you're good to go. You buy in bulk. <laughs> Shit. Forty five bucks for four ounces versus fifteen bucks for a one ounce. So, yeah, I mean, if you find a scent you like that four ounce, that, that's a deal right there. I mean, were you talking about like mm -hmm. 11, 12 bucks an ounce of beard oil? I mean, you're not going to find that with most most of these quality beer, beard oil um, sellers. So, yeah, I think, though, it's time to move on to, for me, the star of the show. I've been waiting to um, to sample this because I have not had this before, surprisingly. So I'm eagerly waiting for who sent it. Jerry, did you send it or Jerry uh, sent it? Yeah. Tell us about it, Jerry. So for uh, this week's this pours on me, I sent the guys a sample of this 13 year old 107 proof Baker's. Um, this is this year's release. Uh, 13 years old from barrel number one four seven six nine nine one. Um, it is the mash bill is the 77 corn 13 rye 10 percent malted barley. Um, from the Jim Beam distillery, and it is a definitely a hefty price of about 130. I think it I came out to well. That is a beam nose right there. That is, I mean, the first Baker's I ever had was the, the you know, the old school and the, the wine bottle, the seven the, years. The small batch. Yeah, those were fantastic. And I Dog. I really wish those were still around. Um, I went to the distillery some years ago and Baker was there signing bottles of the new seven year uh, Baker's, which I, I have upstairs, the signed bottle. Um, I have nursed the shit out of that bottle. Um, but it is it is signed. It will be hanging around after it's empty. Um, but this thirteen year is is a it's it's a beam nose with a little bit more oak that I'm used to getting from a beam, and it is gorgeous. That is that is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I get like a almost like a burnt caramel for sure uh, with some like red red fruit in there not as much uh nuttiness as i would think from a beam though yeah no the it's i get that fruit caramel cinnamon i mean it's it's yeah. reminiscent of a beam but that nuttiness doesn't punch forward like most of the beam products um do but um yeah i'm gonna get into it yeah, let's do that. 
yeah, it's it's beam. I mean, on the palette, yeah. that beam of familiarity comes through. Um, I get rye up front. I know it's not a high rye, but I got that off the initial sip. Um, but there's that fruit kick. Fruit carries through. There's mm -hmm. definitely an oakiness. It's almost like a dried fruit, maybe like a raisin or something like that, like a date or something. It's like a sweet dried fruit for me. But on the finish, there's like a sweetie, sweet, like toastiness on the finish. Yeah, I was going to say the, the fruitiness goes from that dark, dried, almost fruit to like a, a bright, um, a bright fruit, not quite as um, uh, like a grapefruit, but like a, a bright fruitness, sweetness out towards the end. But that, that toastiness is there, that, that 13 years is definitely present. And then that what I get vanilla vanilla nuttiness is there that I get from a lot of beam. I I get the the standard beam notes, but there's one thing that I get from it that I don't normally get, and it's it's kind of a core memory that's been unlocked for me. And I don't know if you guys had the same experience or not that I did, but around here, when you go to the bank, as with any bank, as a kid, you could get a sucker. Well, there was a specific kind of sucker that we would get, and it was a, a, a round sucker that had a rope instead of a stick. And the grape version of that sucker is what I'm getting from this whiskey. Um, I don't know what those are called. I don't know if I ever knew, to be honest with you, what brand those were. But those grape suckers were different from every grape sucker that I've ever had in my life. And that's what I'm getting from this whiskey, which is weird. Um, I am getting the oak. I am getting the nuttiness. I am getting the vanillas and the the caramels and all that stuff. But I'm getting that grape sucker, and that's really what's standing out to me. And it's extremely enjoyable. Um, and I don't know, for $130, probably not something that I'm going to jump on. Um, but since Jerry did and sent us samples i'm I'm glad that it's in my glass um again i i could i could i could have an air freshener with this nose and it would be you know i probably get i'd be in trouble if i ever got pulled over if i had an air freshener like that but this is a fantastic nose but the the palette is just it's really good it's really really good this is a it's a special bottle Obviously, you know, if you have one, it's not something you're going to break out all the time. Unless you've got company over somebody, you know, that you really want to share it with, that kind of thing. Special occasion. You know, 13-year-old whiskey is hard enough to come by anyway. Um, at least at least a 13-year-old whiskey that's, well, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that 13 year old whiskey. That's more readily available than, you know, a Buffalo trace antique collection, something along those lines. Um, yeah. <laughs> the knob Creek, the uh, single barrels that they used to have back in the day were around this or, or even a little bit older. And those just sat there for a long time on the shelf. This one's got that, you know, silver and black box and, you know, that nice hefty cork and really cool shape to the bottle and all that stuff. So it's got a lot going on for it, but the, the juice inside of it is not, you know, outshined by the packaging. This is, this is a good whiskey. Yeah. This is really good. Yeah. And that there's a lot of rumors that those Knob Creek picks used to be 14, 15 years old. That's why they don't, you don't see those anymore. And they're nine, 10 years old because they needed that whiskey for this Baker's 13. Cause it's the same exact mash bill. Um, but if you go to their website, bakersbourbon.com and you put in your bottle number that Jerry just gave us, you can track your barrel. Um, and I just did that. And it's a really cool thing. You actually physically roll the barrel on this graphic and it says that this whiskey from this bottle was bottled in 2010, um, or sorry, barreled in 2010, bottled in 2023. Um, the hottest day that our barrel endured was a high temperature of 105 Fahrenheit and 100% humidity. So they track all of that stuff on the website. So you can specifically see um, the hottest day for the barrel. The coldest day the barrel experience was negative five Fahrenheit with a 9% humidity. Um, it tells you which warehouse 
uh, in Claremont that it was stored at. Um, it was dumped in April 2023. So it's a pretty cool little interactive um, interactive feature that they have on that um, website that you can track your the specific whiskey that you're drinking, which is kind of cool. Yeah, speaking of to, that, um, I'm, I'm pull that up. I'm almost to the end of the, uh, my my uh, my barrel at Maker's Mark. My um, ambassador's barrel is almost ready. It just moved to the final stage right before they say it's fucking ready. So it's got another year and a half or so. Um, but uh, that's I'm gonna have to look that up. Like Jerry said, I'm gonna have to look that up. And, and that's on their on Jim Beam's website. No. Uh, Baker's bakersbourbon.com hit their single barrel journey. Okay. And you can put it in. Yeah, okay. I guess the I guess the barrels have uh RFID chips on them or something like that. That's pretty cool. I'll have to actually sit down and look at that. Um but yeah, in maybe December. Uh, so in October, my sister got married and her husband's dad is a big Jim Beam white fan. Um, so I heard that and I was trying to figure out which bottle I'm going to bring up for basically like the after party celebrate with. Um, and I was looking at the, the Baker seven cause it's easy to find. It's, it's a little bit, um, more premium than say a Jim Beam black or double oak or something like that so i was gonna do that and then literally i think it was like two weeks before we left i got an email from our abc vault and that i accessed so i jumped in there and there was that instantly put it to the the cart bought it um we uh so i sent you guys what was that one or two ounce samples i don't remember what i had left but that's all that's left in there and the only time i've had it was at that wedding like we put a good hurt in between three of us on that bottle woke up the next morning went to get some of the bottles like oh shit we killed half that bottle <laughs> and yeah, then one you, of the guys called they're one ounce samples uh yeah i'm running i think i ran out of two ounce samples yeah but i mean no complaints i'm not i'm not bitching that i didn't get a two ounce sample so please understand that um i'm thankful for the one ounce that you did send and uh, I've just poured all the rest of that into my glass because this is really fucking good. Um, I've got a I'm, friend that's I'm trying to sell one that that uh, I told him the other day. I said just just keep it, and I'll come down and help you drink it. And uh, <laughs> now I'm I'm even more even more uh, stalwart in my in my belief that he should that that he should hold on to that so that I can come down and help him drink it. Yeah, I, I'm not liking this new new age thing where samples are now coming in one ounce Boston rounds versus the two. I got so many one ounce samples and I hate sending one ounce samples. Well, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm the, the one ounce sample I am perfectly happy with. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, and just for those that don't know, um, Baker's bourbon is named after Baker Bean, um, who's the grand nephew of Jim Beam. Um, he's cousin to Parker Beam and Booker No, I believe. Um, and Baker's is one of four in the Jim Beam small batch collection, which is comprised of Baker's, Basil Hayden's, Knob Creek, and Booker's. Um, so this is kind of like their small batch collection. Um, it used to come, the Baker's no, normal bakers is the seven year used to come in a, a nice wine bottle and they changed that in 2019 um to this new bottle um the corks are great on the new bottle but i really like the old bakers um, wine bottle style um and the standard version is 107 proof just like this one and it's got a seven year age statement this is a little bit longer age at the 13 for the special release but um yeah, overall, appreciate this pour. I've I get the seven all the time. I really like that one. I've, I had yeah. thirteen, so I'm I'm really enjoying this. Thanks, Jerry. And let our listeners know that Paul said all that by memory. 
<laughs> he I, wasn't I, looking at anything. <laughs> no, I, I like Jim Beam. He's a he's a bit of a Beam fanboy. Yeah, a little bit. Not Paul. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. That's not a thing. Paul's never never declared his love for Jim Beam <laughs> in our presence ever. Yeah, I can't say that um, if I hit the cigar right before I take a drink of this, I get more of that grape sucker. But on the back of that, I get a whole lot of chocolate. After that finishes, it's it's like a it's like a smooth dark chocolate, uh, like a Dove dark chocolate that, um, and it's man. Yeah, and you just said you just said it's smooth. Uh, I know a lot of whiskey people hate that term, um, but this is three proof points lower than the Clyde Maze we had earlier, and this just is so much smoother than that Clyde Maze. I mean, I don't know if it's the extra aging or whatever, but um, yeah, I mean this this drinks. I mean, it's so easy drinking and enjoyable, and yeah, I'm, I don't want it to end. I mean, the legs on this thing in my glass—it's a little chilly outside, but it's crazy legs on this glass. So I really like this pour. All right. Well, guys, I think that um, pretty much does it for another episode of Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's. Be sure to check out all these products. Um, ClydeMaze.com, Scully's Beard Oil.com. Um, bakersbourbon.com don't forget to check those out from this pours on me and then um you know don't really have a, a specific website to point you to for the uh, don diego cigars but um you know you can check those out at jrcigars.com cigarcountry.com um alta <clears throat> alta d's usa.com so that's a l t a d i s u s a Dot com and that's the company that actually owns the factory where they're hand rolled in the Dominican Republic. All these are great products. All of these are worth checking out. Um, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, on TikTok. Um, we're on all major um is uh <clears throat> excuse me on all major podcast platforms we're working on the uh the youtube thing um just be patient with us on that please and then don't forget to check us out on beacons jerry what's that beacons address beacons.ai forward slash bourbon beards and belvedere's um and i was looking at that earlier um tonight I got to go and update last week's episode. So tomorrow when this episode comes out on Monday, it'll be all updated. Um, but that's there. Also, we've been trying to get on Instagram live. I think we've done two over the last month. Indeed. Um, so we're starting to get on that. So if you see us there, jump on. Um, put a, a thing in to try to come live with us and you could talk and chat and drink and smoke with us, whatever we're doing that day. Um so there's that, um, which has been fun. We had Brian jump on, was that two, Both three times. weeks ago? Both, Both times. times. Oh, he jumped on last week or the other day? Yeah, he, he was driving, but he jumped on. Yeah. I, was saying, I was at work for most of it. I jumped on towards the end there. Um, Brian's always a hell of a guy to sit down and chat with. He likes he to talk a lot of shit. Um, he likes to have some fun. Uh, so, yeah, if, if you see us going live, jump on whether you're just going to chat with us like a few people have been doing or actually jumping on live and getting on video with us and let us know what you're smoking and drinking and what beer products you've been using lately and so we uh during that instagram live on wednesday this past wednesday which would have been a sunday so the first or was that thursday fuck i don't i don't remember what day it was exactly it was it was it was three days ago so it, friday. it was friday I was working. Yeah, it was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. It was Friday. So yeah, it was the first. It was December first. Um, we had some folks on there that were new to bourbon, and they had some questions, and um, they just wanted to you know chat and get answers to those questions. And we're perfectly willing to share our opinions. Um, we're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. 
um, but we're willing to to share our experiences. Um, you know, so if that's something that you're interested in, jump on, chat with us. It's a good time. We had a, we had a good time with it. Um, our good friend John Rice oh, yeah. joined us at the end. Um, and uh, you know, if there's if there's an expert um, amongst our our group of friends, John Rice is definitely one of them. Um, the man has a has a glorious collection. And uh, you know, he he's he's extremely friendly, extremely nice, one of the nicest people that you'll ever meet, as a matter of fact. And um, you know, so he joined us. Um it's a good time. <clears throat> Excuse me, it was a good time. Um, if you have questions, reach out to us. You know, if you want to join us, like Jerry said, please, you know, just just request to join. And uh this is something we plan on doing, you know, at least bi weekly, if not every week. Um it was a good time. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, we had someone from uh, Canada jump on. So we are officially international. Hooray. I wanted to throw that out there before we actually signed off. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, thanks to thanks to that gentleman. Um, he doesn't have the best bourbon collection in Canada, but uh, or the, the best bourbon availability, I guess I should say, in Canada. But <clears throat> You know, he has some pretty some good stuff. Yeah, one and some Elijah Craig. Good stuff. There's some fine Canadian whiskey out there. You just Indeed. know where to look. Indeed. Indeed. So let's let's not discount the Canadian whiskey. Actually, we, we should probably do an episode uh, just based around Canadian whiskey. Uh, same for Irish whiskey and same for Scotch. Um, there are some <laughs> there are some fine whiskeys around the world. Um, and uh Paul, uh, I know you're not the biggest fan of scotch. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of all scotches, but let's be honest. If it weren't for scotch and Irish whiskey, we wouldn't have bourbon. So I'm a big fan of Canadian, Irish, and scotch that has no hints peat. Yeah, well, so there we See, go. There, there's actually quite a bit of scotch that isn't peated. There's only right. a small percentage right. that is, but exactly those are the ones. That's what, that's what everyone likes to go to. We those can, we can, those we peat can bombs this. that everyone wants to shove down your throat, the, those aren't for me. No. But some damn fun. I got a, we can do. I got a couple non-peated ones, so I'll, I'll send out to you guys. Yeah, um, there there are a lot of scotches out there that are absolutely worth your time. Um, and if let's let's put a finer point on it, if if it weren't for Irish and Scotch whiskeys, there would be no Canadian or American whiskeys. Um, not a, it, it wouldn't exist. So. Um, got to pay homage to, to, to those cats. So thanks for joining us. Um, come back next week. We'll have another episode. Um, and then, uh, I, I, you know, we've, we've got a, a, a pretty awesome guest, uh, coming up in a couple weeks and then, you know, our Christmas episode and our uh, new year's episode, I'm sure we'll have some, some good stuff to drink, good stuff to talk about. Um, yeah. So, um, cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Beards and Belvedere's is produced by Adam Bolden, Paul Rousseau, and Jerry Ullman. Editing by Adam Bolden. Music by Ryan Johnson. You can find the links to all our social media accounts on our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvedere's.com. As always, enjoy your bourbon and cigars responsibly. Cheers. <laughs>